Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Now, you're very welcome back to Breakfast Business with me, Emmett Oliver. Now, as we know, there's a big relationship between employers and employees and all sorts of expenses and benefits passed between the two. Uh, some are taxed, some are not. Uh, some are reported upon and some are not. Um, but the Revenue Commissioners are now trying to bring a bit more clarity to the whole picture. Under the Finance Act of 2022, there's a new um, element in there, which is about the reporting details of expenses and benefits made without the deduction of tax to employees and directors. And here to decipher it all and bring some clarity is Sinead McNamara, who's Principal Officer and Head of the Revenue's PAYE Information Modernisation and Support Branch, who's come in very kindly at this ungodly hour of quarter to seven to try and go through this stuff. Sinead, you're very welcome along, first of all. Thank you very much. Now, there, there obviously are a lot of different expenses and, and benefits that employees um, take avail of. There's obviously the bike to work scheme, there's public transport and so on. This isn't in that space. This is another group of uh, uh, items. Could you maybe explain to listeners the kind of items we're talking about? Yeah, that's no problem. So from the 1st of January, what we are going to ask employers to do is report in real time the non-taxable payments of three specific items. And those items are travel and subsistence payments made to their employees, um, the remote working daily allowance of 320 and also qualifying incentives that would fall under the small benefit exemption. So th- these three items will be familiar to employers. They will already be likely paying them out to their employees. They will already be keeping records of these. The only difference that's been introduced from the 1st of January is the reporting of these requirements. So it's really important that none of the rules that already exist around these items are changing, simply that we'll now be asking employers to report them in real time when they're either reimbursing their employees or making the payment to the employees. So let's take a small one like like the travel or or the would, would a lunch allowance, maybe if somebody is coming from further outside Dublin to work in Dublin for the day, obviously they need to be fed and all of that and they get an allowance from their employer. So are you saying that we just need to see them for reporting purposes and that they are legitimate and so on? Is that Absolutely, the- that's absolutely it. So what we will do, we have three mechanisms that we're, we've um, made available to enable employers to report these. So the three mechanisms would be the direct reporting through third-party software integration. We also have two other mechanisms developed, which is through Revenue's online system, the ROS system, and they'd be the manual um, screens and also a bulk file upload option. So employers can pick the one that suits them best. And then under each individual category, we're only looking for very specific information. So taking your example of the travel and subsistence, there will be a category there for subsistence vouched, subsistence unvouched, travel vouched, travel unvouched. And the employer can go in, choose the one that's most appropriate to the the reimbursement they're making to the employee at the time and just report it as they're making that payment to the employee. Now, obviously, the, the expenses are allowable. There's nothing wrong with having expenses, but um, sometimes you have also benefit in kind on motor cars and so on. You're, you're telling us here that these won't be taxed. That's not the purpose of this. Is that correct? No. So, the, the, as I said, the rules and conditions to these are already there. And once they meet those rules and conditions, they're deemed non-taxable. So those rules aren't changing. And employers will know they'll always make that decision before they're making the payment to the employee whether it's a taxable payment or non-taxable. If it's taxable, it should be reported through payroll. So that's not what we're looking Mm. at here. We're looking at the non-taxable payments and it's purely to report those payments on or before they are made to the employee. Now, obviously, somebody listening might say, well, hang on a second. Why did the revenue need to know about these at all? Why is there a, a need for the reporting requirement 
is this the thin end of the wedge that they, they might be not taxed at the moment, but that's why the report first comes reporting, then comes the taxation. Has that been a concern that's been raised with revenue? So it, it, it's it's not necessarily been raised with us. So I suppose what we would look at is that these suite of payments, including the likes of, you know, emoluments that would be taxed, would all always be examined or looked at in terms of revenues, um, comprehensive risk assessment framework. So getting this information now in real time will just enhance that risk compliance framework. And it'll also what we will see is where taxpayers are compliant where they are operating this correctly, where they are applying tax correctly, that we can focus the likes of more onerous compliance interventions. What you don't want is obviously people getting expenses and benefits where the employer is kind of using them as a way to pay somebody in a different, going down a different channel. You know, you're paid X gross salary and to top you up, we give you generous payments that maybe are not legitimised in some way. So that kind of thing, not saying it's widespread, but I'm just saying that might show up or at least you could then audit something like that. Correct? Absolutely. And that's the benefit of getting it in real time. It means we can focus those audit type compliance interventions to those taxpayers that aren't being compliant. And, you know, we can we'll know in real time what people are submitting. So the compliant taxpayers, we won't we won't we can avoid targeting them, so to speak. In the and Sinead, do you think there is a compliance issue or is it a question? Look, we don't know till we see or like what's your own sense of what could be out there when you get all this data pouring in? What, what kind of picture might emerge? And I think that's it. I think this is information that we don't currently get in real time. We only ever get after the fact. So like with anything, we do, of course, look at the compliance I, I think it's an opportunity now for employers to review their existing processes. By and large, they'll have the proper controls and governance in place. And they'll be audited possibly by their own internal auditors. A lot of time they will take a sample of these anyway, separate from revenue entirely. Absolutely, because these are things that would be reported, you know, at a year end point in time through, you know, their financial statements or their accounts. So now the only difference is that it'll be in real time and we'll have that information up front. And of those various payments, you listed three kind of chunky categories. Agrees. Do you have any sense of which one of those is the biggest in terms of money or the one that will sort of produce the most data even? Like what, which one of them is, is the largest category of them, would you say? Look, it's purely an. Uh, oh, so we, have to, we, a, a we have to see what comes in because yeah, we haven't see seen what's, what's come yeah, in. Yeah. But obviously, I, I'd imagine travel and subsistence is probably the the most frequent or the one that people will be most familiar with. Obviously, the small benefit is something that we're seeing; it's increasing year on year. You know, for example, we'd have the likes of the vouchers at Christmas and stuff; they would fall within that category. So, I think it, that's one of the other benefits of getting this information in. We'll be able to see in real time, and look, we're looking at it from the compliance perspective. But there's all also a benefit in terms of policy decision and, you know, tax reviews and getting this information in real time. It's information we currently don't have to hand. Now, in terms of companies that a lot of people might be listening, saying there's going to be a huge extra burden. Are you saying that they're doing a lot of this anyway? So it's just about uh, linking up your system with theirs? Absolutely. These all the, the recording of these items will already be in place for businesses. And the only difference is now that it'll be reported. And the three reporting mechanisms have been built in such a way that they would align with the existing business processes of employers and there's three options and an employer can review their processes sure. and the options that we're making available and Great. choose the one that's okay. most so suitable the, the, to their the needs. The two systems should talk to each other hopefully. Thank you very much for deciphering all that. Interesting year ahead for compliance people and employers generally. Sinead McNamara is Principal Officer and Head of Revenues Pay AYE Information and Modernisation Branch and Support as well. Thank you very much. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.